1: And I'm joined by that diabolical co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're going to review the third season of Amazon Prime Video's hit superhero series, The Boys. It's based on the comic book series of the same name, written by Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson. And this show was developed uh, for TV and everything by producer Eric Kripke. Uh, Taylor and I are... Big fans of this series. I actually got to watch all of season one, and we got into season two together on vacation. He introduced me to the show. If you're a fan of the MCU and DC movies, this takes the concepts of those and puts them through a very, very raunchy and gory setting. Yeah, Um, in a very um, entertaining way. Uh, You know, this is a lot of the stuff in this show is 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 it's not just parody or satire, but it is also still giving us a lot of that exciting, uh, you know, action that these characters can do. And season two was quite a season. I think it had a, you know, quite a big ending, you know, a lot going on with, you know, we had Stormfront who was come out to be a Nazi and the big ending where, you know, Ryan had almost charter face off um uh, at the end because no one could kill her uh and seeing that moment too where ryan chooses to go with butcher over homelander and just you know homelander where he's left off in season two is just he's always like a dangerous ticking time bomb uh but huey huey in the end of season two decides to kind of take a a job with the government and he wants to kind of go more more of a you know standards or practices way of handling the situation not just how the boys have been doing the kind of their own vigilante version of trying to take out soups so we're gonna go into season three here this will be a spoiler review Spoiler warning. If not staying season three of the boys do go watch it because we're gonna talk about some of the big plot points of season three but taylor you and i gotta say the boys came back with quite a bang in that first episode uh to remind us just what kind of show this is didn't they <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, just kind of uh, give a little bit of brief synopsis again, this is taking place about a year after previous season, uh, and the boys are now working for Victoria Newman, who we find out she revealed last season she used the head popper who's been popping people's heads like pimples uh, all last season. (laughs) And uh, she has created this Bureau of Superhero Affairs, uh, basically to keep superheroes in check, um, or any kind of soup. And, of course, they're working in tandem with her and Huey, and they're using this um, bureau to apprehend any problematic soups. you know, having been – now they're at peace with the Seven, no issues. Um, but, of course, you know, people like Butcher, you know, you can't keep – you can't be a good guy down or a bad one. Uh, so he begins to kind of investigate and find out about the truth of the apparent death of Soldier Boy, who is one of – part of the, this team called Payback, who was basically – the original seven. This is kind of uh, he was kind of he's more of a more of a Captain America esque. You know he was came out during World War II, and so he was one of Vought's first American superheroes. So he's like I want to kill Homelander once and for all. And if I can and if they killed Soldier Boy, maybe I can use him too. But meanwhile, Homelander's left pretty mentally unstable uh, considering last season. I mean he's been unhinged so long but this one is deteriorating more and more as Vaat's like trying to restrict his power and you know you've got Maeve and Starlight are kind of like you know against him so he's kind of like you know that little tick the whole time but yeah the season starts the boys are investigating this little kind of like little party going on we have this uh, this great scene with Termite who's kind of like a Ant-Man, Adam kind of parody. Uh, he's, uh, all hopped up on drugs and he literally goes inside a man, uh, not the way you think. And with his whole body and he sneezes and comes out full size and blows the guy in half. And it is literally within 15 minutes of this episode. I'm like, yep, this is, the boys are back.
1: Uh yeah. They just, they, they've done gore. They do gore so well on this show in, in, in ways that, you know, it's not that I think people seek out heavy gore scenes because they just, you know, unless you're a little sick in the head, but this show doesn't shy away from the fact that these supers have this incredible strength or these powers and that they would have a a very intense effect on the human body. Uh, We learned that from the very first episode of the show when Huey loses his girlfriend to A-Train. That, you know, I think a lot of times when you look at the MCU or even sometimes the DC you know, a lot of these big like, thugs or bad guys that fight, you know, Batman or Superman and stuff, they get tossed around. So it's like not seeing like their body implode or like, you know, guts everywhere. This show definitely shows that we are walking bags of meat and bone and destruction can happen. Yes. And I, yeah, so I, I do like, though, that, yeah, it's like the boys are hunting down these stoops that need to go. But secretly, it's like, okay, if we can find out what happened to the Soldier Boy guy, maybe we can use him to actually finish off Homelander. Because, you know, every stoop has a, a, a potential, I would say, vulnerability, except for Homelander. Homelander is this ultimate, you know, can't be destroyed type of person. He He, again, is like the dark, evil Superman character of this world. He just, you know, he has no... He has no vulnerability, but he's very unhinged. And you know, I know you're a big fan of supernatural show, and yeah, it was great. It was great to have uh,
0: Jensen Ackles. Uh, I
1: was, yeah, here as as uh, as Soldier Boy. And I do like yeah a lot. Of, a lot of the season was um, these flashback scenes to kind of get who was his team, and you know, a lot a lot of the supers in this show don't age the way that humans do so a lot are still alive in present day time, and then we also get this other side thing going on where it was uh, teased in the trailers and stuff of we have we have the v particle that is you know, like a temp temp fee so like you know if you ingest it you can get the powers of a superhero for like 24 hours and so butcher starts using this temp fee to hunt down other people and payback to try to find out clues of like what happened to Soldier Boy because everyone thinks that Soldier Boy died so they don't think he's alive he kind of thinks otherwise and we start to see a little you know Butcher's always had the side to me of obviously he's more of our hero character we, we see why he's very affected by what Homelander did with his wife Becca but there's always been a side to Butcher that is that can go the dark route if he needs to to get things done. And we see a darker side to him with this temp V His
0: his demons are really coming out in and, and many ways this season for sure.
1: Like he he at one point goes and uh finds the character Gun Gunpowder, uh who was a former member of Payback. And wow, after this huge exchange, he punches him to death. And I mean to the point where punch, 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 after so many punches, you know, you just see, the. it was like, holy crap. But it did lead to, you know, I will say, once we got to the point of them going to Russia and finding Soldier Boy, um, it was great to see this character. I think Jensen brought a really cool, you know, we're so used to now the Chris Evans type of what Captain America is. This is Captain America, he's a dick.
0: Well, also, you think, If Captain America lived during this time, he would be, you know, probably bigoted, macho, like, oh, this is what a man's supposed to be, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, first off, he's very strong, very powerful. And also because of all these tests that the Russians did on him, he has this ability to have this giant blast power that if you are hit by it, it actually makes you lose your powers. And so Kimiko at one point is trying to fight him. She gets blasted. She actually is not healing. She loses her powers. Uh, which was a very interesting kind of arc for her for this whole season. You know, Kimiko can't really talk. You know, she uses sign language and stuff. Uh, especially with Frenchie. Frenchie being kind of her love interest now. You know, they use a lot of stuff with the phone and stuff. Her whole arc this season is wanting to get her powers back. Um, and we have some crazy fight scenes with her too. I mean, one comes to mind of... She has a whole fight scene with dildos uh, before meaning...
0: <laughs> that are, that are, and apparently you can buy these online. Or they jokingly. Which I, I do... Uh, I'll talk about this more. I love y and Amazon how they've really gone on board where you can go to these fake websites to buy merchandise and stuff so I think they've really taken the show so it's which is meta already to more meta heights which I just love
1: and one thing I've always liked about the show too is because vat is this big you know company that everyone knows about and social media plays a big part of how these supers these soups are, you know, seen how they're known. We even have like a talent show going on, you know, very much like America's Got Talent. We have this like America's next, you know, who's the next member of the seven?
0: Yeah, it's like it's like America's Got Talent with um, Ninja Warrior. <laughs> it's it's very
1: funny and like Homelander uh, having an influence of who he wants to be on the seven, and we're seeing that the deep who is been frantically trying to get back into the good graces of Homelander is. Pushing for that, but you know, I've always liked that the show, especially after the big reveal that, um, the Stormfront was a Nazi. You know, the world's like, how how did you how how were you dating her this whole time? I didn't know she was a Nazi. You know, and and we see a lot of the cracks in homelander where for yes, he's very powerful and he's very scary. He's not always on top of what how businesses are run, and he gets to the point where he actually thinks that he could run VAT better than our you know uh, Stan. Uh, Giancarlo who we love in that role and I love that you know they do a lot of stuff with like the news like they almost like a Fox News type thing of like you know him being interviewed and sometimes you see where he he can't even answer a question he just gets so stuck and he's trying to just do his smile that thing he does all the time Anthony Starr is so good at he does that thing where he's just looking off in the distance and he looks so just out and then he just turns and does that big smile he's so good at being that like creepy like you know but we see this moment too where he then he says on national TV that him and Starlight are lovers, that they're boyfriend and girlfriend. And you see how pissed Annie gets about that because, again, it's like fake news is a big part of the season. And even like, you know, one of her first kind of boyfriends is one of the guys who's being uh, potentially up on the show. And we just get this tension that Homelander's not going to allow him to win. And every time, you know, Homelander. He's a Hispanic, so he's always cracking these like little jokes and stuff that are like at his expense. And I'm like, oh, just you know, you can't bother Homelander because he with a flip of a dime could just, you know, kill you. Uh, so that that was that was very interesting too. How Homelander he's he's taking that approach of like, how do I spin this in my favor so that Annie has to kind of do what I wanted to do.
0: And 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 he's what I was really surprised is how long are these crack's going to hold, the dam of his sanity, where he's going to let it out. And, of course, we come to head within very early in the season where he's like, oh, and Homelander's going to donate to this charity. And he's like, no, no. And this is one of my favorite scenes of this season. It's very much in vain of for the fans of True Blood, the Russell Edgington scene on the newscast, where he just snaps and it's like, I'm the savior here. Like, Vod is nothing without me. Like, he just has this, his egomania goes to new heights. And he's like, I'm being persecuted. And it's it's very interesting because it's, again, all this stuff is very reminiscent of what is going on in the world to a very scary, entertaining, and, you know, lens to that. So I thought that was really interesting. And then going into the next episode, his approval ratings actually have gone up for certain things. And people are like... Cheering him on, like you've got the storm chasers who are like, Oh, yeah, we love so you have all these neo-Nazis, you have these really radical people who are cheering him on, and he's like, Whoa, I can be myself, and people actually love the real me. And it's it's scary because now there's nothing holding him back.
1: Nothing holding him back. And you know, because he has decided to take over Vaught himself, and Stan is essentially like, go. And we thought he was gonna kill Stan for a second there, but he didn't. Um, I think Stan will come back in season four. You know, Ashley has taken over as kind of this this you know role of running things, and we see how even that has gone to her head. She has become this like very cocky, uh, running the show person. And even with some not great decisions, you know, I think we're seeing a continuation of A Train in this season, trying to be better than he has in the past, and a lot of that has to do with kind of seeing where you know where his family is and you know his brother is definitely his his running coach and he wants to run again um doesn't know if he can because of his obviously his heart and everything but we have this character of blue hawk right is another character that super racist in the show and you see this like tension between them he's like to the point where you know (laughs) that scene was very very crazy but when he gets so pissed off that he basically runs He drags him to death and just used to see his flesh and stuff. So, and that, you know, then he gets a heart transplant, but his brother is paralyzed now. It's like, I love a lot of his story. And Ashley's just so like, doesn't matter. We're going to do the race again. I'm going to get those, get those ads again, get those sponsors. You know, she's so not seeing the, the story. And speaking of really battling kind of a racist thing going on here, mother's milk, you know, he's so good in the show we get a lot of backstory that soldier boy ruined his family when he was a kid, uh, especially, you know, this whole, like through a car into the house and, you know, mom, mom, my grandpa was there one moment he was gone. And so there's a big, you know, as much as butcher has always had this revenge motive to get Homelander as the prize mother's milk, his prize is to get soldier boy. Yeah. And so we have almost this tension of the two of them because they're after different things because butcher wants to use Soldier Boy to get Homelander. And, you know, they do strike a deal with Soldier Boy. If we help you track down the rest of your team and you can take them out, then in, for us, you have to kill Homelander. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. We get one of the what is I think it's the highest rated episode of the season. It's one of the highest rated episodes of the whole series. We do get this the episode Hero Gasm, which was <laughs> insane. Um two members of Payback who are noted as TNT. Um they are running this giant sex orgy for soups that happens like every few years or something. This was wild because, you know, like one guy, he has a, let's just say he's got a long tentacle, um, you know, member down there. And then like <laughs> we have other people with just powers and they're just all, they're all having a crazy fun time. And, you know, it's always funny that Huey starts taking the temp fees too. And his, he basically gets to do teleportation, but whenever he does it, he's naked. <laughs> Every time he teleports, he just becomes naked. So, of course, he shows up and he teleports and he's now naked. And Annie's there being like, what are you doing here? And, of course, when he teleports her out, once Homeowner shows up, now she's naked.
0: The first uh, end of that episode, we have the first confrontation um, with uh, Butcher. And, you know, again, since they've last... Actually, we had a really great scene earlier there where it's kind of like, hey, let's... One day we'll face off. But then we actually get Soldier Boy and homelander two great whites coming ahead and my god
1: oh it was awesome it was awesome great fight scene you know, you got butcher can do the laser eyes obviously homelander can and then soldier boy very powerful at one point they pin him down try to get him to blast but then homelander does get to escape and yeah it was just an awesome scene it was a great episode too and even like <laughs> the freaking deep at one point he's he has an octopus you know is do my it for him my do octopus it. teacher <laughs> yeah but yeah i do you know kimiko she's been trying to heal from this and she wants to take temp v to get her powers back and frenchie's like absolutely not like this is not what you're about and i do like we have that one scene where it's just a dream scene we have the little singing in the rain kind of cute you know dancey moment you know i thought it was gonna be a whole musical episode It was just one one little scene um, but she does eventually take temp v and she does get her she heals gets her powers back meanwhile homelander at one point has he has put mave away in this prison he's he's you know taking her away and even like noir noir has always been this really interesting character that we've we've enjoyed from the beginning you know kind of this mysterious almost like a batman figure but doesn't really talk get a little more backstory with him but this uh, this season they did this weird thing where one once he knows a soldier boy is is still alive he takes this chip out and the homelander's like noir wouldn't do that to me and he's like he's even struggling knowing that, that noir has now left him you know for a bit and we have this like really weird thing where like noir goes back to this place he used to you know there's memories for him and these we have these animated cartoon characters that are like talking to him It almost comes off like noir, even for being in this badass warrior soup, still has the mind of a child and has these like childlike visions and memories of like his like inner conscience. And all these cute little, you know, cuddly, you know, 2D animated characters are telling him, Remember what happened? And we get a little backstory at Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is really the reason why his face is like so scarred and messed up. He, you know, beat the crap out of him. So clearly, there's, there's kind of a desire for noir to maybe get revenge on soldier boy too. And that one scene, when he does come back to tell Homelander, you know, we have the big, the big, the big empire strikes back moment of the season where we find out that soldier boy is Homelander's daddy.
0: We have our awesome empire strikes back moment.
1: That was such a good reveal of You know, because we all we've ever known of Homelander is that he was he was created and made in, you know, like a lab, and then he was raised to basically be this the replacement of Soldier Boy. That's the whole reason why you know they knew Soldier Boy was too dangerous. And so they needed the next version and they could train him and, and make him the way they wanted him. So that was an interesting twist that Homelander is the son of Soldier Boy. And you know, Butcher Butcher's trying to play it off like, look, you might have, you know, squirted, but it's not your son. They made him, they raised him, you know, and we're seeing even a little bit of that, that fracture where now soldier boys almost rethinking, do I even want to kill him? Because he's my only family. Yeah. And even Homelander's now seeing the ops where he's like, and maybe, maybe we could connect because Homelander's never had that dead figure, you know? So I thought that was a really like, oh crap moment. And when Noir comes back to Vought to tell Homelander, you know, we have to kill Soldier Boy. He's like, did you know this whole time? And he shakes his head yes. And Homelander's just freaking out. And then holy moly, Homelander just punches him straight through the chest. <laughs> I was like, and pulls out, you know, he's got all his intestines everywhere and just leaves him to die. And he's like, you should have told me. And this is, this is what we're seeing now. Homelander's at the point where he's just so unhinged. He's even killing his own team members. That's how, that's how pissed he is. And it really led to this great, awesome last fight scene at Vought for this season where, you know, Soldier Boy and, and you know, Huey and Starlight, um, Mother's Milk and Butcher, they all come and they want to try to dang on Homelander. And Homelander there at first just by himself. She's so almost like, oh, this is going to be, you know, get him, get him done. Nope. He has Ryan with him. And this has been, you know, I will say one of the critiques of you know the season is Ryan left season 2 so hating Homelander that it's almost seemed a little too quick a turn in this season that he's like on his side again, but he's there and I think I think cuz when he's when he sees Butcher kind of being aggressive the way he is sometimes it's like he has this connection to his dad anyway even if his dad is not the nicest person on the planet. But he is Ryan there, and it almost it almost makes it like maybe we shouldn't fight. And I love that moment. Where he's like, he's like, meet your grandson. Uh, I thought that was a really great scene where it's like, you know, this is your only family. And but man, that whole fight sequence was really awesome. And especially Maeve getting to escape. You know, Starlight saves Maeve.
0: This is the first time she gets to fight back, Homelander, oh, is Right,
1: Homelander. And I didn't realize how strong Maeve was. Like, damn, I know she's like the Wonder Woman type, but Maeve kicks some of Homelander's ass. I mean, Homelander does get her eye gouged, one eye, um, but she gets a lot of punches on him. And I thought that was a great thing that earlier too, when when Soldier Boy and him fought the first time, it was the first time she's ever seen him have to put like makeup on to cover a bruise. She's like, "Is that a bruise?" You know, and she's like, "That was worth my entire day to see that you're scared." Yeah. But I love that we're we're seeing that Homelander for being the ultimate soup in the world he knows a soldier boy could kill him but the whole fight scene was great it was it was intense um the whole starlight thing though where like Huey turned all the lights didn't really do anything yeah she can kind of fly but I mean she blasted back soldier boy but he got right back up it <laughs> wasn't like which
0: was surprising because her powers I thought like they said like I could blind you like I, I feel like that would be all she's always talking about, like oh if I shoot you with my blast I could blind you I'm like um no one's been blinded and they've been blasted you by many times
1: yeah, so I thought, I thought we are going to have something more with that, but uh, Soldier Boy is about to do his giant blast, and Maeve kind of looks over at Starlight, and Starlight's like, ooh. And Starlight sees Maeve tackle Soldier Boy out of the building. So she's like in midair. The blast happens. That was really cool. I thought that was a great... Because I thought, oh, crap, is that Maeve sacrificing herself? No, she doesn't quite die. Yeah, there's a Soldier Boy, but that was a great way to not have everyone else die. And because Ryan's there, they, they let you know Homelander and Ryan peace. And Butcher's, they're kind of left like they didn't really get the job done. Soldier Boy's not dead. We see that he's been put back on ice. So he's still alive for another day. Maeve has lost her powers, but she has survived. And we do get one little moment of retribution with Ashley where she deletes the video they see of, of Maeve being saved by Mother's Milk and everything. And yeah, so it's kind of like I think the the series, you know, where the season left off is one, Butcher especially, because he's used the V so much, we find out that he really has about 12 to 18 months left to live. Yeah. Which is the the 10 V is actually very fatal if you use it too much. If you get addicted to it, which he clearly has. So to me, I'm like, that means really they're probably going to have maybe one more season, maybe two. But especially the way that the season ended with Homelander and Ryan Homelander goes to this rally with Ryan and one guy throws like a thing at Homelander and it's like, you know, he's all for starlight. Homelander lasers his head in half essentially. And you just see the body collapse and everyone's like, Oh, what? And then we see, you know, mother's milk, his daughter's stepdad starts being like, yeah, yeah. And everyone starts cheering. And Homelander's just like, beaming like I can just do whatever I want. And then, the season ends with the creepiest image of the whole series with Ryan just looking like dark little Homelander, being like, and this creepy smile. Oh my gosh, they gave me chills.
0: It's very bright burn, uh, you know.
1: Uh, yeah, Oh my god.
0: Oh my god, this kid, like this kid needs a this kid needs some sun. He's looking pale. Um, but it's left on a very dismal note where. Uh, I think the first season, you know, uh, Homelander won that round. Season two, Butcher won. And then this one, Homelander won again. And I thought also the fact that we have—we got this uh, Robert Singer who's running for president. And, you know, they're kind of endorsing him. It's like endorsing him. And uh, Deep goes uh, kills the competition. And uh, so Victoria Newman becomes the VP. So now she—we don't really know her allegiances lie. Now she's going to be in the White House. So— it's left on a very, very dark and dour note. So it'd be very interesting where it goes, but we see the the boys come together and Starlight's officially part of the boys as they once again reconnect.
1: I do wanna I do wanna give a shout out to to uh, uh one Paul Riser as the legend who uh this kind of like producer, uh that you know, Soldier Boy was one of his uh characters that he did all these movies for and stuff that was great just watch him after watching stranger things i was like oh look paul reiser just working um but also it was fun to see you know in this this season they had you know we have this whole vat movie going on of the seven and like Charlie their and you know all this like billy zane and all these characters like popping up but yeah i think it's gonna i think what would be great is to go on into one more big season And I think eventually Homelander will have to be finished off and so will Butcher. But now you have Ryan. Ryan is possibly even more powerful than Homelander because he's a natural born, you know, offspring. So who knows now that the two of them, there could be a lot of dark things happening ahead for the boys. But, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed this season. The action's always great. The acting still is just fantastic, especially Anthony Starr. He really is the MVP of the show. Homelander is one of the best written characters on television. He's just so fun to watch. And you just, you know, at any moment he can just go crazy. Uh, And Carl Urban top of his game as always. And the story, I mean, yeah, it almost felt like a, it didn't quite end, but I think the show, the show knows it's worth. It knows it's going to move on to another season. At least Uh, they've already been picked up for season four. Maybe we'll get to season five. I don't know, but I, I could see at least one more strong season. So for me, I'm going to go 8 out of 10 for the boys season 3.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go uh, 8 out of 10 as well. 8 more, 9. Um, like I said, you know, what's going to happen in the future? Who knows? Are they running? Uh, uh, I think there's, um, you know, how many times can we have, you know, we got to stop home learning, we don't stop them. So it shall be interesting to see what happens for the future. But hope that you enjoyed this season as much as we did. Uh, you can watch all three seasons streaming now on Amazon Prime. And that was this edition of Potential Picks.